Hi, I'm Zach and I'm Steve. And today on Vulevu, we are having a special episode, almost as special as the Friends episode that we had two weeks ago. But this one is going to be clips from our first 10 episodes of Vulevu with Zach and Steve. As you know, Zach was on tour all of November uh, with his band Secret Someones. And then yesterday, he played on The Tonight Show with Sting. So he had a really, really busy five or six weeks in a row. And for that reason, we don't have a new ABBA episode with new content. But we do have today's episode, which is going to be the best bits, best jokes, segments from our past 10 episodes, which has been really exciting. And I guarantee you we have a lot of exciting things coming up over the next few weeks and months. Uh, On December 13th, if you are in New York City, Zach and I are going to be DJing a new ABBA dance party at ABBA Bar and Grill. That's right, ABBA Bar and Grill in Williamsburg. And we're going to be having a four-hour ABBA dance party of just ABBA songs, ABBA covers, ABBA remixes. It's going to be really incredible. I'm super excited about it. So we would love for you to join us, to pack the house, to dance with us on a Sunday afternoon. It's going to be from 2 p.m. until 6 p.m. And if you have any questions, you can always tweet at us at VulevuCast. You can also go to VulevuCast.com to find more information about us. Anyways, we'd love to see you. And here's our show. We need more hip people to really talk about ABBA to get people into it. Yeah. I'm thinking Edie Brickell. She'd be great. <laughs> Who else do the kids love? Edie Brickell. Edie Brickell. Natalie Merchant. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about 20, 21-year-old hipster kids. Can we get Who Natalie Merchant to? on this podcast? If we actually got Natalie, Natalie Merchant. Natalie, if you're out there. At Natalie Merchant. She only hears you if you say the at sign before. <laughs> at Natalie underscore Merchant. If you're out there, please write in. It's, underscore. It's Someone Natalie took... Merchant fans at com. I love that someone took at Natalie Merchant. Uh-huh. Like she was signing up for Twitter. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she had to do Natalie underscore Merchant 14. Yeah. Because she was born in... <laughs> In 1914. 1914. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact, Natalie Merchant is n- <laughs> That's what it's like being in the Soviet Union is they have like references to the same things that we do, but only weird examples. Interesting things kind of trickled in. Yeah, so they know Ernest Hemingway, which... Any of you Russophiles know any H sound in English is turned into a G for whatever reason, even though they have a hard H. Yeah, they call him Ernest Gemingway. (laughs) Harry Potter is Gary Potter. (laughs) Can you imagine a less reliable wizard than someone named Gary Potter? Now, why is that? What is it about the name Gary as opposed to Harry that is so unsettling? Is it because we've heard Harry Potter a million times? No, it's or something is Gary about the name Potter Gary. just really bad? I'm trying to think of untrustworthy Garys I know. But we it's, have Gary it, Sinise, who seems pretty cool. Shanling? He's it's a, cool. It's a bad name for a hero in a book. Gary Potter. Yeah, it just sounds like your plumber is trying to do stuff that's way above his head. 
Right. Be like, just flush. Gary. God. Gary Potter and the Deathly Gallows. And the... That was good. I tried <laughs> to you. save my... <laughs> Zach's smarter than me. That's what you should um, know. That's why I'm, his name comes I'm first. speaking Russian now, just so you know. This is from an artist called Tovlo. Am I saying that right? Do you know? Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Um, there's a quote from them, her. Her. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the quote is about Sweden's indigenous pop, as they put it in this article. And she says, clear but simple lyrics. It's a lot about the melody and also having a little bit of melancholy or a darker sense to it to not make it too sugary or too bubblegum. Yeah. For me, that's what I like about pop music when it's good. Right. All of those qualities are exactly what I want to hear. I mean, and ABBA really does embody that. Um, and Ace of Bass has that thing. Like there, there is something about Swedish pop acts in particular, maybe because it's very cold all the time or something. I mean, this is a, as someone who really likes a lot of Swedish music, I was stupid, stupid into the cardigans for a long time, and stupid in a good way. <laughs> yeah. In that, like I had all of their imports. I had all their albums on disc. I love the cardigans. And I remember them saying something similar, too. They do this, like, really gorgeous, sad version of Iron Man by Black Sabbath. yeah. And they talked about this idea of uh, meeting out the sweetness and the light with this, like, very dark current. Um, Because Iron Man is just too bubblegum to begin with. Just imagine if ABBA had no legs. Would they still have been famous? We'll never know. Well, you could still kind of attach the silver platforms to their torsos. Yeah. And probably none of us... Maybe they don't have legs. You, you. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real controversy. I thought it was interesting that they... in, In the 70s, for a brief time, Eurovision lifted the rule. Usually you have to sing in your country's native tongue. Yep. And Eurovision lifted that rule, I think it was the year that they sang Waterloo. So they performed in English, which automatically kind of gave them a leg up in terms of being received by the greatest number of people. But the fact about what song they would sing is interesting because Eurovision songs were typically like these cheesy ballads. And if you watch the 1974 entries, absolutely. Yeah, it holds true. Um, I mean, it's, it's incredibly broad, the whole competition, because you're trying to appeal to as many people as possible. So that's why people would kind of gravitate toward very flashy outfits and weird pyrotechnics and lighting rigs and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think Waterloo wasn't actually their first choice. It was Asamanyana, right? Yeah. That was the one that maybe they were going to submit. Yeah, but they felt like it was too <clears throat> it was too typically ballady. Mhm. And, like, Waterloo has real, like, balls to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they went with that thinking it was um, it was a really big risk. And it was a big risk. When you listen to it, it doesn't sound like anything else that was submitted that year. But it rightfully swept. Like, right. it was a huge victory. Um, it's a great song. It's such a great song. It's, it's also, pretty bare bones. It's also great to watch them in that video because you realize how much shit they hot hot glued onto their outfits. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, it was almost as if they, like, put hot glue on their outfits and then rolled around in my boyfriend's craft closet. Like, <laughs> there's, there's stuff where I was like, oh, there's a shiny heart on the back of that sleeve. 
there's a half of a disco ball attached to her neck. Yeah. Like you there's weird stuff in what they wear. They just really went all out. The next ABBA musical, by the way, is called My Boyfriend's Craft Closet. (laughs) (laughs) King Kong Song is next. Oh my god, I love that song. King Kong Song's (laughs) great. Now, Benny and Bjorn say they think it's their weakest ABBA song. Have they heard Dissolution? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is the flimsiest of scaffolding for a song. Totally. They're like, we saw a movie about King Kong. So let's write about it. And and they're not like that. That's literally the first verse of the song. Yeah. If <laughs> like yeah, they don't that, hint towards that, they literally yeah, say that's the thing. We I, saw a movie. Wouldn't it be crazy if we wrote a song yeah, about a gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. Let King me let me read some of this. Well, I was looking at a movie like, on the yeah. TV last night. All right. Then I had a very funny notion. Yeah. Right. I really had to write a song about it. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to sing it with my rock and roll band, and I bet the people going to like it. Yeah. Ooh. I know that everybody's going to shout it. And what a dreadful, mighty killer. A big, black, wild gorilla. We do the King Kong song, Won't You Sing Along. Listen to the music and it couldn't go wrong. We do the King Kong song, You Gotta Sing Along. Can't you hear the beating of the monkey tom-tom? That is my favorite. Ooh. What the? Like, this Woof. predates Donkey Kong Country. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, how do they know what a monkey tom-tom a monkey is tom-tom. before the Nintendo 64 version of Donkey Kong Country came out? I kind of hope somebody starts another ABBA podcast in response to this. Come like, on, bro. I hate the way these guys are doing it. I'm going to do my own. Oh, I hate them. They're so funny. I'm going to make one beef. where we're serious. Yeah. Yeah. Probably some Swede. The um, boring Swedes. We, we would love to have ABBA on our show. Any, any of the members individually. I if actually ABBA am wants starting to, reunite, to thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, come on. If ABBA wanted to reunite. For the purpose of doing an interview with us, I would be super happy with that. Agneta will not leave her horse farm. This Come is on. the thing. She had a great butt in the seventies, and now she won't leave her horse Guess farm. Guess what, Agneta? Guess what? We Guess will what? come to your horse farm. We're gonna put our butts on one of your horses. Then when you try to pull us off, we'll put a microphone in your mouth. We're like, talk about Abba, and you're like, get off my horse. But it'll I don't be a like Swedish. Don't talk about Abba anymore. <laughs> we'll I don't be, care for that. I'll be like, now we got a press quote. Boom, roasted. Boom, done. <laughs> We roasted Agneta's butt. Listen, See I, us will, on episode I will 17. save up all of my money to fly to your horse farm to do an episode of this podcast. Anybody from ABBA, anybody associated with ABBA, if you were an assistant engineer on the bass tracking session for some song that we hate, I would love to talk to you. If you were an ace of bass, please talk to me. I don't think ace of bass and ABBA sound alike, but I would really like to talk to someone from ace of bass. I just had an idea. Should we just go to Ikea and see if there's anybody we can talk to? <laughs> this is my favorite idea. <laughs> Going to Ikea and asking people. Do you like ABBA? <laughs> <laughs> we should do it at Ikea. Oh, my God. Also, there is rumor that Benny and Bjorn will be attending the closing <gasps> performance oh, of Mamma Mia! The Musical. Well, we'll all be out of town. But we are going to pursue them as voraciously as we can. I'm going to get on my moped. I'm going to soup it up. I'm going to pour some chicken noodle soup on the motor so it goes faster. Uh-huh. I'm going to chase them through town like it's the Italian job. Get over here. Get over here. Hey, I have a question. We really respect your work. Why are you so awesome? Get back here. 
Can you give me a sip of that awesome juice that you only get from the lingonberries? What are you thinking with those pants? I'm thinking they look pretty good. And you're like, stop answering the question, Steve. Let them talk. <laughs> I hate it when you lie What to are me. those sweet strains coming through our microphones? Is that? Someone's oh listening to some music on the street. What That's is it? That's Anyeta. She... She is so She keeps mad. showing up to my house. This is so... Un- <coughs> go back to the horse Go farm. back. And ye- oh, my God. Uh, ride, go ride your goddamn horse. She's farm. sitting on her horse right now playing music. Through- this is just... On her high horse. This- <laughs> just looking down her nose at us. I painted a gigantic door on the wall. <laughs> and then through the magic of love, I turned it into a real door. And you walked right into the joke. <laughs> Thank you for that glorious setup. Dear Annafred. Dear Annafred, I am done with you. I am done singing the top line with you always singing the verses because you're an alto. And I must sing higher during the chorus because I'm a soprano. And I want to get a whole mess of horses and open my own farm. Love. Get Forever. away from the window, Anyeta. I know, seriously. She just spoke into the microphone. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm she so took over. She was so reading sorry. a letter. Anyeta, hey, our podcast is not I just away. Want to say hello to the listeners. Get, get out. Get out of here. All right. Guys. The listeners, I want to say hello. So I have three books now to help talk about ABBA Arrival. Why do you think this is such a great record? I think it's... Uh, we've talked about... The albums having highs and lows, which all of them certainly do, and this one is no exception. And I feel like the lows on this record are a lot less low. Oh yeah. Well, there's a ghost in Zach's apartment. It's the ghost of Anyeta. No, now I actually feel like we fucking conjured something. <laughs> Her dead horse. Proud Lincolnberry. <laughs> um You dishonored my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for blood. <laughs> classic blood horse. <laughs> the classic... Sitting in the palm tree is the reason I was able to be purchased by my dear mother. How dare you speak ill of the song. Deep in the woods of Sweden, one can find the Swedish blood horse, oftentimes wandering among the lichen and moss found on many of the trees here in northern Sweden. Oh, th- sorry, that was a, just a cut to a documentary we watched. We're getting some weird interference with the uh, the recording equipment tonight. <laughs> Very strange. That's real razzmatazz, that one. Yeah, I love that one. I'm glad because Robert Scott hates it. Does he? He doesn't like it. Oh, God. All right, we'll get into that. That, uh, of course, is a lyric from Hole in Your Soul. That's pr- That's spelled... W-H-O-L-E in your S-O-L-E, soul, referring to a fish, not part of Soleil <laughs> Mimosa. There's a hole in my Soleil, but it's in exactly the right spot so I can take a little sips. Great news. I just opened a piece of mail. We have a restraining order from Soleil Mimosa. Oh, we <laughs> finally did it? We finally did it. Cease the, and desist. Cease and desist from drinking. Mm-hmm. The, like... 
They sent a cease and desist letter to our thirst, <laughs> which we're slaking <laughs> with delicious sweet Soleil mimosa. By the way, Soleil, listen, we had a Twitter interaction with uh, Modern Huge. Modern Huge, we love you. Are you out there? We do love you. And uh, I just want to point out that in that entire interaction where you were saying, oh, I can't wait to get some Soleil. Where can I find some Soleil? They wrote back. Soleil Mimosa wrote to us and said, send us your location and we'll tell you where you can find some. They never mentioned the podcast. They never mentioned that we're bringing drinkers to the table. They're just ignoring us. How long can this go on, Soleil? I'm a Gemini, so I like metaphors. Mm -hmm. This is what that Twitter interaction between Voulez-vous cast myself, Modern Huge, and Soleil Mimosa was. Yeah. Modern Huge and I are hanging out at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Modern Huge, I'm like, oh, that Soleil Mimosa looks so good across the bar. I love him so much. And Modern Huge is like, I'm totally going to wingman this one. Yeah. So they're like, helping me out. Soleil Mimosa comes over and just turns their back to me and starts only talking to Modern Huge. Yeah. Suddenly, the prize that I had my eyes on is going for the wingman. Yeah. And I walk up and I'm like, hey, guys. Nothing. Exactly. I don't this, even get a favorite. I bet there Not is, even a tap on the shoulder for that one. I bet there is a great... I bet there's a hilarious Friends episode that's just like this. Probably. Where they're trying to get a canned beverage endorsement. Oh, Jennifer Aniston just can't get anyone. Oh, I'm Chandler. Or whatever. <laughs> one of those guys. Who's the, who's well, the I'm, awkward one? Am I ruining everything for everyone? I'm Ross. I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm Joey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that I've never seen Friends? Can you tell I've never seen Friends? (laughs) When you look at the infographic of where we listen to, it's like a big dot over New York Uh where we're listening to ourselves and I force my boyfriend to. (laughs) I'm making sure it sounds okay when we put it up. Yep. Once in the West Coast for Modern Huge. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. And then like a tiny one in Columbus for when I force my mom to listen to it. (laughs) There you go. I'm just so busy quilting. She is actually really busy quilting. Can't she listen while she quilts? I, I don't know how this, this works. This isn't interactive. You have to hear you just the... just f- put it on. Don't you know you can't join fabric together unless you can hear how it's singing? Mm. She's a fabric meld... She's a director of fabrics. She's a, It's like Pocahontas. I thought you were going to say Pokemon. I was like, yes. It's like both. Some quilts look like Pokemon. You're like, that is a lot of fucking colors. Mm. Uh, let's get into this Surely album. Surely this quilt was created in a Japanese animation studio. Probably. Because it is loud. And it evolves. Sorry, excuse me while I reach for a delicious... Oh, will you pass me one of those too? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to toss you one. Oh, God. Because one thing I love about Soleil Mimosa is that you can hold it in the palm of your hand and easily toss it to your friend on the beach, in the club, on the bus. At your mom's house. In the standing room section at Kate's, Mamma Mia the Musical. Kate's taking a picture of me tossing it. Ready? <laughs> Soleil Mimosa going to Zach. Oh, better catch it. I got it. You got it. Hey. One thing I love about Soleil Mimosa is how easy it is to catch. Now, we're drinking from the Soleil four-pack, which is a small box of cans. But I've seen that they also have bottles. <laughs> There's probably other ways to enjoy Soleil. I wouldn't know because they won't fucking in, talk to us. <laughs> I've seen them in gas cans. I've seen them in pillowcases. Stop by I your... On <laughs> Great. I would bathe in Soleil Mimosa if only they would reach out. Do you know why it spilled all over you? Because the Soleil Mimosa sniper shot a bullet through that. <gasps> and then 
the the hole went through the can. I've been listening to way too soul. many podcasts about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, the bullet <laughs> went through the can, and then it started pouring on you. And you're like, oh, God, I'm being sniped at. Yeah. I'm being sniped at. Is that a thing? No. I don't know. What the, <laughs> What could you possibly be referencing? Friends. You just said, oh, God, I'm Remember being sniped Remember that episode at. where Ross was being chased by a sniper, by a sniper? hilariously because, through Central Perk? Because he has top-secret government information that only he knows. Oh my God, the hijinks. Mm-hmm. I love living in New York. You know what's kind of illuminating is the uh, the Doris Day mix. Have you listened to yeah. that? Yeah, weird. So, the, so there's this other version of Thank You for the Music, which is subtitled the Doris Day mix. And it's much more like kind of ragtimey piano. I think Very it's in 19, a different key. What's weird is they describe it as 1920s. Uh-huh. Uh, Doris Day was maybe born in the 1920s. Yeah, it doesn't, like, make, a lot it of doesn't sense. make a lot of sense. That they would call it the Doris Day mix. They should have said the Ethel Merman version. Yeah. Thank and you for the music. <laughs> the songs I'm singing. She would, I, go, she would go, the songs I'm singing. <laughs> she always did that I'm the girl with the golden hair. <laughs> I mentioned to Zach, there is an Ethel Merman disco record from around this era, oh, which shit. I think is incredible. Yeah. Even if we did a bonus episode where we just listened to the <laughs> Ethel Merman disco I'm, episode, I'm it would have been incredible. That sounds great. Good for them. They I don't excited. have enough money. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't own enough sparkly suits. <laughs> you think they're still buying sparkly suits? I hope they are. Yeah. Every single year. Spread around the house. They just buy one once a year. They once go together. Year, yeah. They hold hands, Ben and Bjorn. I think like the 13th of April every year. <laughs> the 13th of April. Yeah. They're probably the only ones who, I mean, I think they still probably hang out and work together. Maybe. I imagine Ani Fried like sometimes like knocks on the door. They pretend they're not home. Anyeta <laughs> like, Anyeta won't leave her horse farm. Yeah, she's got all the phone calls screened. Yeah, exactly. And they divert immediately to the police if any of them try to call. <laughs> she has secret restraining orders that they don't. Very know about. public restraining orders. Yeah, but they still see. Each- I imagine Benny and Bjorn are like always hanging out. They must. Oh, should I bring the casserole, or are you gonna make something? They're like, um, who is it? It's Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. Famously, every. Sunday, I think. Or it might be every night. They hang out at one of their houses, they get food from some deli, and they sit around and watch TV. Oh, that's cool. That's what Ben and Bjorn are going to be doing when they're 90. That's like a weird kind of hell. Where it's like just (laughs) one day loops where you have to get like a pastrami sandwich Uh and go to Carl Reiner's house and like eat and watch TV. Or like if the pastrami's run out at your local deli, you're like, oh my god, what do I do? Yeah. It's going to be different. That's, I can't do it. It can't be different. That's a whole Curb Your Enthusiasm episode right yeah, there. Yeah, probably. That's what the whole thing reminded me of, something from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's real. Can we talk about the fact that Soleil Mimosa has refused to send deliveries to our local wine shop? So good news, we have a new sponsor. <laughs> it's Underwood. Francis J. Underwood. Oregon of House Grown. of Cards has started his own wine in a can company. We're drinking the Pinot Noir. It's fantastic. It's a lot better than sugary sweet. Ugh, who needs it? Soleil Mimosa. This is stuff for adults. 
for people with culture and class and sophistication, much like the album Super Trooper by ABBA. Zach did it, guys. He just did <laughs> the triathlon of podcasting where he talked about a wine in a can. He tied our boring our conversation about technology <laughs> back to the topic, and he had black nail polish at the same time. That's right. Elaine I'm so is good. glad they got rid of Elaine it. Elaine is good. Elaine is nice, yeah. Though yeah. it's, I don't, it starts off really kind of like, ooh, yeah, and it feels yeah. like something you do jazzercise to, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then it like, it Sweat does. Sweat into the oldies. It does like a very like C major to A minor type mm-hmm. thing, which I don't love. I feel like that's so easy. Yeah, I mean, that's a very popular progression. Well, everyone who's ever used it can suck on a Soleil Mimosa iced can that no longer supports us. Yeah, uh, instead, why don't you try Underwood Wines, Pinot Noir, Oregon Grown in a can? Juicy, sweet, plump to the last plumpity drop. Okay, listen, no shit. Their hashtag on the back of this can is hashtag pinkies down as opposed to pinkies up okay we That's want weird you because to tweet... Soleil mimosa's hashtag is pinkies up oh my god oh well, fuck them we want you to tweet at us and Soleil mimosa and underwood wine in the same tweet and we want you to let them know that we have pulled on a new sponsor hashtag pinkies down please have Soleil mimosa's assassins put a red bead on both of our foreheads and shoot us next time we do a podcast I want Soleil to rue the fucking day that they crossed us, okay? I am going to drink this red wine out of a can, and I'm going to be so happy about it. So happy I don't have to drink that orange juice vodka shit anymore. Ugh. Hey, That's what's, what, the, what's you know, that over there? Is that a bridge? Oh, not anymore. Zach just burned it. It's burned. Wait, what's that over there? It's burned. Another bridge? It's just burned you down know, You know what Soleil Mimosa is? Soleil Mimosa is ring ring. To me now, it's it was nice at the time, and we've grown past it, and now we're on to more adult, classy things. You, Underwood you. wines, you 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 <laughs> Don't tweet at us and be like, you guys should talk to Bjorn. We fucking know, okay? Yeah, we're trying. We've turned him down. Yeah, he, he was like, I'll come on, but I only want to talk about, uh, um, my. New <laughs> I only want, why can't I think of like a terrible tasting fish from that area of the world? Because there are no terrible tasting fish from the ponds of Bjorn's native land. Uh, there is. And like Ludafisk? No. No, Bjorn, we're not going to talk about your wolf, wolf fish, fish that you breed. You know that? What's, that's what he does now. He's like, have you ever combed your fur lined? coats before we're like no we don't have fur lined coats and he's we like want to talk to you i about have ABBA. nothing to talk about what is abba <laughs> what is this abba confess <laughs> thank you guys again for another fun episode of bully boo with zach and steve i hope that you enjoyed the clips as much as I sort of did. Though I have to admit, I had to cringe at the number of times I sing. Um, that's going to go on my voulez-vous resolutions for 2016. 
Again, this is the label of Zach and Steve. You can follow me, Steve, on Twitter at thereisthunder or on Instagram at thereisthunder. You can follow Zach at Zach Jones Music. He's also on Instagram with that name. And you can always follow us at Cast on Twitter or go to voulezvouscast.com to find out more information. One last plug, I really do have to say, we would love to see you at our ABBA dance party if you're going to be in New York on December 13th from 2 to 6 at ABBA Bar and Grill. As we always say, thank you for the music, the songs we are singing. the joy you've brought to my life and my mom last night who can live without it i ask in all honesty what would life be without a song or a dance what are we so i say thank you for the music for giving it to me